Well, we're changing Solly's diaper Cause it's just a little dirty We're changing Solly's diaper, can't you see? Well, we're changing Solly's diaper Cause it's just a little dirty Solly is the sweetest boy to me Hi, buddy about their babies and supporting their ladies talking about the struggle talking about big papa yeah hey papa hey big papa how's it going good how are you i'm pretty good man a little sleepy no worse for wear Sound familiar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. How'd everything go? Uh, everything was great. Everything was great. It was much quicker this time. We went. And we were in the hospital for less than ten hours total. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah, man. How's everything with you? That's good. You know, we're uh, we're settling in, finding a new rhythm here. Mister uh, Des is finally. Um, doing more of a regular sleep so he's waking up much less in the evening which i think is uh great for our uh, sanity overall uh and yeah i think we're yeah we're just kind of like he's almost like i guess he's working on we're working our way to eight months wow um and uh yeah i mean zadie's still good she's hilarious and just does things where i'm like oh man I didn't foresee this happening. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, everybody's good. Jess is at, uh, actually went out uh, with a couple friends, so I put the two of them uh, to bed, which is a little, uh, eh, it's all, it can always be a little bit trying, but uh, we got it done. Did they go around the same time? No, no. He goes to bed around between, I'd say, 6.30 and 7.30, and then she's usually, like, lights, like, she's in her bed and down by about 8.30. Um, so there's kind of the, you know, she wants to be, like, oh, you're reading stories with Des? Like, I want to be part of that. So I'm like, all right, like, let's help get him ready for bed. And otherwise, I just try to find something that she could preoccupy herself with for a little while while I get him down. Is Desmond sleeping through the night? Not quite. I mean, um, we sort of do like a dream feeding, like, so we'll put him to bed, as I said, between 6 and, and 7.30, and uh, before we go to bed, maybe 10.30-ish, or even sometimes before 11, we'll just put give him a feeding if he'll take it, um, and usually it's like maybe once um, he's up. Sometimes it's just like, a, hey, what's up, and he'll go back down. Other times he's like, no, you got to feed me. Um, and then that's it. Yeah. So we're hoping like in the next little while that we can kind of shift to, uh, just wean him off the, the night feeding and, uh, enjoy that thing that parents love so much sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to love doing that dream feed with Goldie. I guess, uh, we'll see. We'll see. One of the, one of the main reasons I did it is because 
uh, she didn't breastfeed, so Zoe pumped. And so it was like totally easy for me to do the dream feed. I did it every night, and I really liked it. So I guess I'll have to see how that goes with Solly. But we're still so early in the game. He just, uh, about an hour ago, he celebrated his four-day birthday. So, oh, uh, nice. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Um, well, for those listening out there, if you haven't figured it out yet, you're listening to a very special episode of Big Papa's, the podcast for modern dads. I'm Dan Worry-Smith. Oh, I have a mystery, and I'm Pierre Hamilton. That must mean you are Pierre indeed. Pierre, thanks for jumping on the line with me. Uh, it's been a while since we spoke. Happy New Year. Same to you, my friend. Thanks, man. So yeah, it's uh, week one with Solly as a parent of two, and Zoe and I both, but especially Zoe, uh, have been, aside from celebrating, you know, welcoming uh, little Solly to the world, uh, also celebrating the fact that we're never going to have to go through a pregnancy and childbirth again, because <laughs> we're on the two and out. And I guess I should say our, our son's name is Solomon. Uh, we call him Solly. He's, uh, you know, he's got a versatile name. He could go with Saul one day if he if he so chooses. And he was happened to be born uh, the same day as Dolly Parton, who recently became like Goldie's favorite singer because her aunt gave her this book. Um, there's a series called Little People, Big Dreams, and there's a whole bunch. Of, she also has an Ella Fitzgerald version and a David Bowie, and uh, and she loves Dolly Parton. And she just started getting into it. And when we realized Dolly Parton's birthday was a day after. Solly's due date we're like oh wouldn't that be funny and sure enough it worked out so we call him Solly Parton sometimes too <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah I like those books those uh they got like a the little people big dreams they got like Bruce Lee uh Muhammad Ali nice it's pretty solid yeah I mean they do like uh they kind of uh, give you a very uh, sanitized version of what uh, these folks went through but uh it's still important for sure. I'll, you know what? Someone <laughs> recently gave her the Harriet Tubman version. And I mean, yeah, sure, it's sanitized to people like you and I. But for a two-year-old, you know, that, that story starts off pretty harsh. And we, the yeah, first time yeah. we read it, we were like, uh, maybe we need to shelve this for a little while. Because, like, you're going to end up fielding some questions that might be a little better, you know, slightly later on in life than, uh, you know, before a kid's third birthday. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, we had our episode last season where we talked a lot about music and, um, we're still pretty firmly in like the Wiggles and Raffi kind of, uh, kind of stage, but I was really excited when she started responding to Dolly Parton and she'll also ask to listen to some David Bowie every now and then just because of these books. So, uh, anyways, I like it. yeah, that's, I like it, it. it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Zadie's got a Zadie's got a real uh, good taste. Like she uh, she likes some Jimmy Castor bunch, um, some James Brown. But uh, we were in the grocery store the other day, and she um, she surprised me. I mean, I knew she liked the song. She she but you know, there's a track from like Maroon Five with uh, like Cardi B. But then she heard another song and was like, Dad, I like this song. And I was like, oh, man, you're into Maroon 5. Like, <laughs> I'm like slightly disappointed, but I get it. You know what I mean? In my heart of hearts, I know why that's true. Like, you know, like it's like people like maybe hate on the band and like maybe they don't make the, you know, the best music out there. But it's popular music. 
Yeah, they're at the they're, end of the day, the kids love it. It's really expert pop craftsmanship for sure. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I ever put them on, but yeah, I'll hear it sometimes and be like, "Oh, these guys really know what they're doing." I will say, I is Adam Levine is that the name of their the the lead yeah, guy? Yeah, the lead singer. Yeah, I saw him uh, like on the street when I was in last time I was in L.A., which is a few years ago, and uh, not only did he have an absolutely gorgeous jacket on, um, but he he's he's like I mean I guess in L.A. maybe a lot of people are like this, but he was just like glowing, like he just has this look. One of these like you know famous people, and maybe he has to put some work or resources into it, but maybe it's just part part of the reason he's famous is just because he looks this good. But he, he had this aura about him. I was like, oh shit, there's a, that's guy from Maroon Five. <laughs> and uh, but man, this jacket, I want to know where he got this. I assume it cost thousands of dollars, whatever this jacket was from. But well, Dan, I'm pretty sure that in like a couple weeks you'll be glowing too. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> We, How does it feel this time around? It feels it feels great, um, and you know I, I'm sure it's common for parents the second time around to be kind of like less uptight and maybe even a little less. I don't want to say interested, but like, you know, the first time around, we would go to the midwife appointments and like we had a list of questions every time. And we were also like, you know, anything to possibly worry about, we were so worried about. And this time, you know, being through the pregnancy, Zoe was so uncomfortable. And, you know, even at around like the six, seven month mark, she was already like, I'm sick of being pregnant. And then she, you know, she just keeps going through it and she's just in discomfort every day. So a real relief for her, but really for both of us to be through that part of it and again like I said you know that idea of hey we'll never have to go through this experience again now we can just focus on you know we have we have the, this this family there's four of us we have one boy one girl it feels like a really nice situation to be in um so it's been great and the experience was way different for the delivery uh another thing I guess that's common uh, at least that we've heard is that uh you know labor can be a lot longer the first time and a lot quicker the second time and that was exactly the way it was um, and you know, people who listen to season one, and, and I'm sure you, Pierre, will remember that when Goldie was born, not only was it a really long process, but it was really scary. And she wasn't breathing when she came out, and we didn't get to hold her right away. And there was a period where we didn't know it was going to happen. And then several days after that, where we knew she was in the clear, but she was still living in the hospital in the NICU. And so we had a really weird kind of first few days, or at least unusual. And this one was like totally by the book. Um, yeah. you know, because we, because, uh, Zoe has midwife care and because we knew a little more about it this time, we went to the hospital a little later into the process than we did last time. And we got to leave way sooner because, uh, Solly's health was, was great. So, um, he was born, um, Zoe really, when she first started getting into the pushing, it was like a matter of a few minutes. So she was having some pretty terrible contractions. She was definitely in a lot of pain and she was just about to get the epidural. And then she was like, oh no, it feels like I have to push. And the midwives were like, well, forget the epidural, just push. And it was like five minutes after that and Solly came up <laughs> and then he was fine and we were holding him and I was just you know we had like our uh, delivery playlist playing I brought the little music player in and so it was all these songs that we love and I was just like blissing out after that had happened because it was it happened so quickly and there were there was nothing really to worry about and I knew we were probably going to get to go home the same night which we did so it, it was really beautiful and I will say the the midwifery care you know through both pregnancies we had really great 
care in the lead up um, and in the first time it's just kind of luck of the draw we ended up with like the backup midwife who we didn't know as well and the student who comes with the midwife um, you remember we spoke to Lisa in season one who was like the student that we knew for the entire pregnancy and she just like graduated like finished so we got this new student who we didn't know very well and um, it ended up being you know not through any fault of the midwives necessarily but just not the best experience and this time around the midwives were like incredible and it was such you know such a relief and and such a pleasure to really feel like we could totally trust them and they were the, they were the ones we had gotten to know over the whole nine months and so uh it was great you know there's so much i could say about it but that's kind of the the birth story um and then in the few days since then you know we've just been hunkering down it's it's the dead of winter here and it's kind of the perfect time to just hibernate and zoe's lying in bed and and uh you know we're trying to limit the number of people who come over to just kind of our parents and people who can be helpful and uh it's a beautiful time you know what can i say how is uh how is goldie with uh with sully Goldie's pretty good, you know, again, kind of luck of the draw, a bit of bad luck, she's got a cold this week, so I think, aside from it just affecting her mood and the way that kids with colds, you know, are a little less patient and a little more kind of erratic, I think it also, you know, we have to kind of say to her, like, hey, don't get too close, or, you know, we he she can't kiss Solly, like, on his face, and so I think she's a little frustrated about that. Um, she also has been... Uh, toilet training for a few weeks now so she's kind of going through that um and I, I will say the one thing i noticed that was you know kind of funny and interesting is she grabbed one of the pacifiers that we got for solly because you know we haven't had pacifiers around since she was a little baby but we got some new ones for solly and she has now been like wanting to suck it and play with it and she likes to say like i'm a baby and hold me like a baby and um she has a cute little accent. But yeah, she's kind of wanted to revert a little bit back to acting like a baby. And uh, I'm sure that's it's directly related to seeing that Solly's getting a lot of attention. Uh, but I will say we're putting a ton of effort into making sure that she has just as much attention. And we did the thing where Solly, you know, brought her some presents. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, oh, you know, he picked, this, he picked this out for you. That's exactly. <laughs> we, we, we've just been showing her Toy Story 4, which, you know, came out not long ago, and she's been really digging that. So uh, Solly brought her a couple of Toy Story toys and, and also a new doll, like a, a boy doll, who she calls Solly the Dolly. Um, you know, it's all incredibly adorable. And I think especially once her cold is done and we can all, like, really, like, you know, cuddle together and not have to worry about a little bit of separation like that, um, that it's going to be even better. But she's taken it, you know, I'm sure the way that a lot of kids take it, a bit of mixed feelings, a lot of excitement. I know she was telling a lot of people at daycare, like going around saying, I'm a big sister now, I've got a baby brother, and, you know, you know, bragging about it to people, which is which is really great. And we've got some really, really cute videos and, and pictures of her the first time that, that they met and, and then throughout a couple of days since then, just like them interacting. So... Everyone's doing well. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, uh, even just the other day, I was uh, picked up Zadie, and then uh, Jess had just sent me a photo of uh, Desmond kind of, like, hanging in the jolly jumper, like, just kind of sitting there. And uh, I showed the photo to Zadie, and she's like, Dad, can I show my friends? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. And she's like, hey, everybody, look, it's my brother. And everybody sort of, like, gathered around. And it, it's funny to see that, that just that sense of pride and, 
the other thing that I really noticed, and that's why I say it's uh, it's definitely something to watch for and see, is like how they interact with each other. Because I mean, it wasn't always the case, but like Desmond, like since he, you know, maybe the last couple months or something like that, we really noticed that he's like laughing. Like, you know, like he, I mean, you know, who knows what his sense of humor is, but like Zadie will come around and he just lights up and he like, she'll just like dance around him and be making faces and he will be like, his gut is busting. He's laughing it up. And I'm like (laughs) looking at Jess going, has he done this before? And she's like, no, I'm with him all day. And like, I don't see this. And as soon as she comes home, he like lights up. He's like ready to hang out with her. And it's just, it's, it's one of those cool things where I didn't, you know, again, the gap between my brother and I is, is about five years. And so it wasn't really the same thing. I just wasn't, I was kind of in a different mindset, I guess. And the fact that they're so close in age, it's just like, there's this, unbelievable connection now obviously i'm still connected with my brother but it's just amazing seeing the two of them like that at such a young age having this bond where you're like oh my god like i'm actually jealous of this (laughs) i'm jealous right now uh but i did you know i have i have like busted out some of my best comedy uh, baby routines and then they those 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 do seem to be going over quite well it's just no one can do it like quite like zadie right now what's what's the a material that you or zadie are leaning into at the moment uh, it's mainly just like putting on some cool, some cool music and doing some like sl- some like slide dance moves. Mm. Um, Zadie just likes to like when he's uh, playing on the floor, like dance around, and she does this dance. I don't know. I think we watched maybe one too many Drake videos back in the day, <laughs> uh, and so she does this bum bum dance um, where she sticks out her butt and uh, wiggles it around, and uh, that seems to be a hit right now. Um, so it's a real classic. Uh, it's actually getting to the point where I'm like, hey, we need to do that not in public because people are going to start putting that on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, everybody, like, it's hilarious. And, like, so it's it's just great to see that kind of stuff. And, like, it's, yeah, like, the second the door opens, he'll just turn. He looks, he recognizes her, and he, like, a smile comes on his face. And then even, I think even seeing that, too, just with, um, with me coming home and again, the fact that he's sleeping uh, a bit more, it just, it, the relationship changed, right? I mean, I, I guess even that now that he's sleeping a bit better in the evening, it's like putting him to sleep isn't so much a chore. He's not fighting it as much. And so there's these times where I was just like looking at his tiny little hands and just being like, Oh, right. Like I forgot how small these were. <laughs> it is, it, and, it is crazy how small and light the new baby is compared yeah, yeah, for sure. That's I, I, I noticed too, uh, aside from just like the size thing, you know, uh, Goldie's a little over two and a half now. So she she's already, before the baby came, she's already in this phase where it's like constantly mind-blowing how intelligent she is and how rapidly she's becoming more intelligent and her vocabulary is expanding and, you know, you realize that she's understanding things that you might not have thought she would pick up on. But then when the new baby comes, it's like even more pronounced. Um, and I've really been enjoying that and, you know, uh, remembering when Goldie was littler and she couldn't speak or when she was just getting into speaking and how much I was looking forward to being able to have like real conversations with her. And, you know, there's 
so much room still to grow because there's all kinds of things that, you know, can't talk to her about things that she doesn't grasp and that kind of stuff. But we really can have pretty full conversations. And we're getting to the point now where, like, if she tells me about something that happened during her day, it's a lot more credible than, you know, when she used to kind of, whether it was imagination or making stuff up or whatever, like, I'm starting to be like, oh, your friend said this or did this? Like, yeah, that sounds like that probably actually happened or that you had this for lunch today at daycare? Like, yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't sound like you're just kind of uh, saying pizza because you know that pizza is a food. Like, you're telling us, you know, real stuff. So, um, you know, it, it, it's... Uh, it's a lot of fun to to see the differences between them. And one of the things, uh, you know, I've been thinking about the things that I forgot, you know, from when the kid's really young. And things change so quickly, and it's such a chaotic time, and you're sleep-deprived, and, you know, one week is different from the next and the next and so on. And, and so uh, one of the things that I forgot and I noticed today is these, like, baby onesies that are all snaps and like even around the legs on the bottom they're snaps so like yep. they're just so confusing for for like no reason or if there's a reason i just can't i can't get it because when like a little tiny baby is kicking their legs and all you want to do is get the change done quickly so maybe they can feed again or at the very least you can just move on cuz they're like crying and freaking out um I just, these snaps, these, these like multiple snaps at like different angles and stuff drove me crazy. So I wanted to ask you if over the, you know, the past eight months with Desmond, are there things that you've noticed that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about this from the first time, like completely erased it from my mind. Yeah, the snaps are one, man. Honestly, sometimes you're, you know, you're getting, you're getting them changed, getting them changed. And I'm like, I just wish these were all zippers. (laughs) <laughs> like I just I don't even know what the like what's the reason for there being buttons like right. is it a style thing I, I like I don't no clue on that one so I'm with you I think if there's anything the government should do which is, is step in and just ban buttons on uh, baby onesies altogether um, yeah what do, what have I noticed like you know what it, it maybe it's not something I noticed so much but a, a difference between the two of them and maybe that I've like Zadie was like she, it wasn't difficult to get her to eat, but she wasn't into food right. as much as Desmond is. Like he will just like, honestly, there hasn't been anything where he's like, I don't like this. And I think I like, I, I don't really remember. Or I sort of forgot about those stages when you're like, okay, like try this food, give them something, see how it goes, like test it. You know, when there's like the, the allergens, like make sure they're not allergic to peanut butter and all those other things. But then it's just like, okay, give her a raspberry. And like, you know, Desmond's got like a couple, like maybe actually now he's got about five teeth. Um, and just like watching them eat the food and be like, you know, sort of simultaneously like intrigued, but also just like put off by it. Like, you know, it's like, so what is this you gave me? Like, I'm hungry, but like now I'm putting in my mouth. I don't know. Like their faces, like, like sort of scrunching up. It's just this really weird moment where you're like, oh yeah, like you don't know what that tastes like. Mm-hmm. You don't know what anything tastes like. You don't even remember day to day realistically what it tastes like, you know, or, or in some form, maybe those, those types of memories are, are, uh, are forming, but just things like that. Like, you know, I think those were the big ones that really stood out. I'm trying to think of what else is like really a thing. Like, the beginning of the walking stage. Like, I don't, again, I'm, I know roughly around the time, I know when Zadie started walking, but, like, it's interesting just watching him 
figure out that like, okay, wait, I can move myself. I can scoot a little bit backwards. Okay. Like, and then he's like sort of scrunches up his body. Like he's ready to try. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like it's happening. So for <laughs> us, I think those have been those moments where you kind of like, again, not that I forgot that she learned to, 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 to crawl and then to walk, but it became a distant memory, right? It's replaced by a new set of, you know, either responsibilities or things or, or, or as you said, like new developments and milestones and that quickly just eclipses the other thing. And you're like, okay, like this is new. I'm into this right now. Like this is cool. Um, and yeah, it's just like kind of, I think watching also the, the differences between them at their different stages of development, right? Like, as I said, Des loves to eat um, he's much bigger than Zadie, like was at the, at the roughly at the same age, like, um, and we're just like trying to like suss out, like, are their personalities the same? Like they look the same to a point, but are their personalities the same? Like, are they going to be both as lively and like rambunctious? He's a big, like mover and kicker and he's hitting things. And I'm like, Oh, I can see that. Like, honestly, I'm like, Oh man, like. I feel like she wasn't like that. Like he's a little bit more rambunctious. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be trouble when he gets to learn how to crawl. Like, and when he learns how to walk, I'm like, oh god, we're gonna be in trouble, Jess. But it'll be an adventure all the same. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like taking it as it comes and just enjoying it, and you know, like really enjoying this new time as a as a new family unit and right and just trying to live in that moment and be and be present for them and you know again all praise is due to the moms i don't think we said that today i can't (laughs) obviously that's already you know on my mind all the time and through the first pregnancy and everything but holy crap zoe zoe i think had went through more pain during the actual labor this time uh, or at least uh, maybe that's another thing that I had blocked out or forgotten, but there was about an hour there where she was like, man, like th- these contractions come and it's like fear. Like she was, she's like, I can't deal with the next one. Like, and there's, there's no way out, but through. And I, she insists when I say that I wouldn't have kids if I could, she insists that, that I, that, that that's not true. And, uh, you know, uh, to her credit, I think, <laughs> you know, that's, that's really, um, generous to me, but I, man, it's, it's, uh, she was, she was going through it. That's probably another reason why I was just so overjoyed that it ended up being done so quickly. Because I was just yeah. worried about her, you know? And I, uh, to, a, to a certain extent, I take a bit of a cue from the midwives as far as, like, what I'm going to say to her. But it's just, you know, you're repeating the same thing and like, rubbing her back and, and, you know, giving her a cold compress and just, like, trying to keep her comfortable. But then she's going through this pain and, you know, the look on her face was like, I've never experienced anything remotely close to this you know and like i i needed a root canal a few years ago and i remember my tooth hurt so much that i was like i've never been in pain like this but like i wasn't like making noises that i couldn't control like the like gutter like just stuff that can't it comes out of you because you're going through this you know torture to be honest so all praise every day all day zoe is my hero and uh moms are you know no question about it the heroes of the world i wanted to go back just for a second you were saying kind of about the rambunctiousness of uh of desmond and i you know i've certainly noticed that people i think you know most people think that there's a like a natural tendency whether it's a girl or a boy that like 
girls have one kind of way of being and boys have one kind of being a way of being and, and you know maybe it's it's way more nature than it is nurture and I always kind of felt a little skeptical of that but have you you know do, do you think Desmond's just like got a bit more of that like head down kind of crazy guy vibe whereas Zadie lacked that or where do you stand on on kind of those those different um you know personalities and whether boys and girls can be so largely lumped into those two different groups yeah don't get me wrong i you know i've been uh i remember going to a couple like community like uh community centers like drop-ins and seeing some really wild ladies like young uh young ladies out there so i think it, it, it can obviously it does go both ways but it's more that I think between the two of them, he just seems like during the day, I'd say like their personalities are very both chill. Like during the day, he's very chill. He likes to just sit and watch and kind of observe things, but it's like how he plays with stuff. And, you know, when we put him in his, for example, in his high chair and our feeding him, like, I mean, all kids probably like hit, the table at some point they're just like kind of like well this is my hand or whatever but he hits it with such force that i'm like or if you don't you know you're like okay here's some food and you turn away i'm turning away to eat my food and he's like hey why aren't you feeding me it's like a hard hit that he hits on the table (laughs) and and he grabs things and it's like again i know like kids grab things but i'm like he's just like you know, I don't know whether or not it's just like, is that somehow built into us? Is that like we're, we're expecting it? Like, yeah, I'm sure there's a part of it. But I think between the two of them, when it comes to playtime, he's just got a little bit more of that than she did. And she is a wild one. Like, she'll run around and do all sorts of stuff. She The other day, she like came in and, and, and found we were like cleaning out some of her old clothes at daycare, like her, her, her change clothes if she needs them. And so there was a bunch of outfits. She then, like, put on, like, seven pairs of pants and, like, six shirts and was just, like, running around the house. So it it isn't like, you know, she's, like, doesn't have that kind of, like, oh, I like to jump around or she's trying to jump on the couch sometimes. Zadie, get off the couch. But there's just a physicality at some points where I was like, oh, I don't remember that with her. Like, maybe it'll go away. He might end up just being like, maybe he's like super chill and we'll be like, Oh, you know what? That was just my baby face. But (laughs) I definitely noticed between the, the, between the two of them grow like at the same age, he is much more of a, um, a rambunctious kid than, than she was. But again, we're looking forward to seeing what that actually turns out in the next uh, couple months. And, you know, again, if he starts tearing things down, then uh, so be it. For sure, yeah. Gold, Goldie's certainly very energetic herself, and oftentimes we kind of, uh, you know, will note that like it's hard for her to calm down, and she's kind of got, you know, you know, two gears. It's like go, 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 and then crash. Uh, and it's yeah. nice because she sleeps really heavily. That's another thing she hasn't woken up once this week. I'll knock on wood here. Um, you know, even though Sally's been crying at night, um, so we've been really. Uh, We've been heartened to see that, but yeah, you know, I think a lot of times as the kids get older, like, you know, Goldie's got older cousins, you know, boys who are a few years older, and maybe then it starts to become more of a nurture thing. It's like, you know, certain shows that they're watching or toys that they're playing with or whatever it is, but that's when you start to see, I think, um, more of that clear, you know, fork in the road to like boys being more into playing violent games or at least, you know, kind of aggressive competitive games and girls being more interested, you know, Goldie has a lot of cousins who like to play house, or I think family, they call it, her, her older girl cousins. So, yeah. um, anyways, uh, I, I, 
I don't want to. I don't want to keep you too much longer. I'm sure you're excited to go to sleep because you've got a nice night, uh, you know, to yourself, and your your kids are both in bed. I want to ask you one more thing. Uh, I don't think we've actually talked about the, this topic yet, but what are your recollections, or um, you know, some experiences you can share from the process that Zadie went through when she was toilet training? And I ask, uh, I ask right now at this moment because, as I told you earlier, I am like in the shit, pun intended, right now with Goldie going through it. So I, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, so we did a, like, we did a, we read a book, um, and I, the name of it now uh, is lost on me, but um, it was a fairly good one, and I felt like, you know, it was, came, like, recommended by a number of our friends who had uh, who had gone through it before, and um, we really just sort of took a weekend and, and said, like, all right, like, we're not going to wear, you know, a diaper. And she was naked, I think, the first day and like, um, or just like, you know, bought no bottoms and, and or maybe just underwear. And we just said, you know, you got to let us know. And obviously there were a couple of accidents. Um, but the next day, so this was like, let's say we started on a, a Saturday morning. Um, and so we stayed home a Saturday morning. Um, the Sunday we were like, she did pretty well. So we were like, okay, you know what? Like, let's venture out. Um, and so we maybe did a short little, um, uh, short little stop. And I think for whatever reason, maybe it was like a long weekend or something. So the next day, like on, uh, on Monday we went out again and she, you know what? She really took to it. And I think we, we had a great help in that the, the daycare that, the, that she goes to, we were just like, Hey, she's being potty trained can you just like try and ask her to go to the washroom more often? And they were like, absolutely. Um, and you know what? Like, honestly, it was fairly smooth after that. I mean, I think the thing that you have to sort of be, be wary of is that you really have got to just like ask them, you know, like, Hey, like we're going to go out now. Like you should go potty. Like we're, we're leaving this place now and we've got to go. So you should go to the washroom right now. It's very much about like asking them and getting them to understand that like they've got to make the connection in their own head. Um, and I'm happy that we did. I don't know, like maybe we'll try a bit earlier with him. I don't know. Like it seemed like we kind of hit in the right spot with Zadie, but um, it was, I think as smooth as it could be, you know, when you have those, you know, mistakes that happen not freaking out and getting super upset about it but really just saying like hey you know what it's okay like not trying to overly you know shame with it but just be like you know just let us know you know like it's okay it's totally okay we've got a backup set of clothes there's nothing to be embarrassed about we just need to remember the next time and i think following that process it just made it very easy um or as easy as it could be for her and then you know, after we did sort of like just the sort of day training, um, you know, later on when, 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 you know, there were less and less mistakes, um, uh, we were like, okay, you know what, I think she's ready to do this sort of night training. And um, the great thing about it is, again, is that like, it's a bit of freedom, right? Like the, the, the knowing that if she really needed to get up in the middle of the night, she knows how to go and use the washroom and it just sort of frees you up from being able to like be able to go out and just say like, Hey Zadie, like, you know, you gotta let me know. And you know, that that's, it's kind of a really cool thing. Cause again, it's developmental. You're just like, this is not like a little baby that you got to like check the diaper to see if they poo. It's like, she'll tell me like, dad, I need to go poo. And I'm like, 
okay, you know what? I got it. Let's do this. Let's make it work. So it's, you know what? It's uh, it can be trying at times, like any part of uh, parenting. But you know, I think the patience piece and just really like empowering them and, and letting them know, like, hey, we're here for you. We're going to support you through this. Is is key. But you know, I honestly, it's it's tough. How how's it going so far? It sounds like we have a pretty similar approach, and it's going well. And I think you know she gets the same kind of support that that you're describing for for Zadie uh, Goldie gets at her daycare. Um, she's had a couple accidents there and I think uh, apparently she has accidents. She's had a couple, like when she's on her way to the potty. So she'll say to one of the teachers there, Hey, I got to go. And, um, but yeah, patience totally. And, uh, you know, definitely, I mean, we're, we're never mad if she has an accident. It's more just like, um, you know, I think like you described, like the idea of putting, putting that thought into their head of like, Hey, this is avoidable. Um, and, and you just need to kind of recognize it and be in tune with your body. And and obviously it's a learning process, like, like so many of the things that they go through. I guess the one thing that we've noticed is a little tough is we get some pushback from her. You know, we get home from, from daycare and we're like, Hey, you, you you know, you want to try the potty? And she says, no, she doesn't want to try it. And, you know, to her credit, she, most of the time at home, she lets us know when she needs to, but occasionally she will still have uh, an accident. Like I said, it's been a few weeks. Um, so anyways, we're, we're kind of, uh, you know, weathering that storm as it goes and it's definitely not too bad, but it sounds like you and I are, are on the same page. It feels like maybe, maybe a topic that's worth, uh, devoting a bit more of an episode to in the future, uh, and maybe bringing in, having conversations with some people who might've had kind of different experiences. Cause it sounds like you and I are pretty, pretty well in mind, but I, I did want to ask about that. I was thinking about it today and I guess it makes sense because of what the trajectory of where our kids are at, but I was like, Oh, I don't think we've spoken about that at all on the yeah. show. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, too. I was chatting with a friend of mine who uh, has a, a newborn, maybe a couple of months, too, and, uh, like, I was just explaining, I'm like, you know, now that we're, like, sort of, like, through the, like, she's potty trained, she's night trained, I'm like, oh, my God, like, we got to go through this again. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> there's so many other good memories of it, but I was just like, oh, like, you know, we're just, it's seven months, and I'm like, ah, oh, we're just getting through this one stage, and I'm like, oh, you know what, I forgot, like, in a couple of years, we're going to be at a stage where we got to be like, okay, so, like, you got to let us know when you go to the washroom, and, like, we'll be cleaning, like, you know, pee and, and, and you know, the other guy poop sometimes <laughs> just because he's going to make a mistake. It's going to yeah. happen. It's unavoidable. I, it's funny you mentioned the freedom. I actually was thinking in the first few days, I was like, Oh, it's so nice to just get in the car and know like whatever happens is just in the diaper and you just change the diaper <laughs> and there's no chance that there's going to be a big mess in the car seat. That hasn't happened for Goldie yet, but it is funny that, you know, the kind of t- two sides of the coin there and uh, how at first it's like, ah, diapers, they're so, you know, they're so predictable. You know what's happening with a diaper. <laughs> it's in the diaper and you change the diaper. Um well, I uh we've gone on longer longer than we planned on and um just want to say thanks to you for for taking the time you know the, the last time our listeners heard us speaking together there was a you know a, a lot of lack of certainty as far as uh, what the next steps were and i would say uh on that topic things are still pretty tbd we're going to see what happens for season four but i'm glad we got the chance to to chat today you and i pierre and uh wish you and the family all the best happy new year and uh hope to speak to you again soon yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I think we should uh, we should definitely do another check in. You're 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 four days in. Um, 
but I want to know, like, I want to know a couple weeks in, right? You got, there's 90 days of darkness as our, uh, our previous guest, Andrew Addison, once shared with us. So it's, uh, there's more to come, more, and, you know, it won't all be dark. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully there's, there'll be a lot of light in that too, but uh, looking forward to hearing uh, a little bit more about how uh, everybody, the family's gelling as a unit. And, and again, yeah, let's reach out and do one more of these before we uh, maybe step back into uh, the proper season. That would be great, man. Well, uh, you know, 86 more days of darkness perhaps uh, coming up for me. But so far, there has been a lot of, as you know, and any parent would know, you know, pure magic and uh, time is warping in that weird way where it's like four days. It's only been four days. But uh, luckily for us, you know, uh, Solly and the rest of us are all surrounded by love and uh, we've got the, the support and um, it's uh, it's really it's really been enjoyable. And uh, Solly is a sweet boy and uh the family's chugging along so uh i'll talk to you again i'll talk to you again soon pierre and uh listeners you'll hear from us again soon uh thanks for being with us yeah